The mission of Palmetto Place is to create a home built on hope for youth facing abandonment, abuse, neglect, and homelessness. And this is Wright Brennan with the Lost in the Midlands podcast brought to you by Midlands Dumpster Services and Seawright Roofing. Today I am here with a BNI networker, a philanthropist, an advocate, and a real professional, Laird Weedover with Palmetto Place. Laird, thanks for hanging out today. Thanks for having me. And I'm pretty fired up to hear more about y'all's organization. That's a, that's a solid mission statement. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I didn't write it, but I really do believe in it. So yeah, and y'all are doing some amazing stuff at at y'all's organization. And before we get into talking about the organization, I'm really interested to hear about your journey. How did you end up there? Like, where'd you start? Where you where you sure. from? Sure. Yeah. So I'm actually a native of Virginia. Cool. So came down here. It's a little cold up there. So uh, I came down here for school about six years ago, went to University of South Carolina, graduated in 21. Okay. I studied uh, business and marketing um, and Japanese, which was a little fun mix (laughs) thrown in there. Cool. But, um, you know, I just uh, fell in love with the city, honestly. It kind of grows on you. And I just got really passionate about Columbia itself and the people that live here. And I started working for a marketing firm, worked there about two years, did some cool stuff with them. Yeah. And then I was honestly just looking for ways to volunteer after work. Yeah. And I was searching around, and I found a job posting for this place, Palmetto Place. And I was like, I've never heard of this before. What is this? Yeah. So I Googled it, and it was a, a homeless shelter for teens. And I didn't even realize we had that. I know we have Oliver Gospel, and we have some other organizations and Sisters Care and stuff like that. But this shelter specifically serves youth that don't fit in these other age groups because they're too young or yeah. – you know, for whatever reason, they have different circumstances. And so I was just like, this is cool. You know, I wasn't thinking of doing a job change or anything, but one of my friends was just talking with me and she was like, Laird, you should just do it. I mean, you hang out with kids, you've got, you know, a lot of energy, you're kind of crazy. I think that they would love that. And so I was like, you know, I'll just apply and see what happens. Like, I probably won't get the job. So I applied. I was actually two years younger than the qualifications they were even looking for. Like, oh, wow. All of it. I was just like, this isn't really going to work out. You nailed the interview. I, I don't know. Um, I guess so. But I went in and I just kind of fell in love with what they did. And I heard their stories. And like yeah. the mission statement says, I mean, we really do that. We work with youth that are in really bad situations. And it's just cool to see the transition from where they were before yeah. and how we can help them you know, become solid functioning adults and they take ownership of that and so applied for the job a week later they were like hey we want you let's let's do this thing and I was like cool so let's do it <laughs> so I am the development manager of Palmetto Place yeah um, work with an amazing team of individuals that are really passionate about serving the youth in this community so it's just been an awesome ride and I've only been there since May so I'm oh, not, wow. not going to try to do the math on that like six or seven months maybe yeah but um, I just, I've loved it. I've loved every day of it. There's good days and hard days, but even the hard days are good days. So, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that you definitely, it's, it's a bit of, you got to be a bit of a roller coaster of emotion yeah. and stuff working with people who are in such hard positions. Absolutely. Um, but gosh, got to be like extremely rewarding too. Definitely. I think there's a lot of value in having a job where um, you're serving others. I think that makes it easier to go to work. So absolutely, uh, it's definitely so rewarding, like I said, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the operations there. Y'all sure. have an amazing facility, and yeah. 
Very tell, thankful. So what happens at the facility? Kind of how are you guys interacting with these people? Sure. So we actually have two shelters. We have one in West Columbia, and then we have one in downtown Columbia. Um, and basically both shelters, we do wraparound services for all the youth. So what happens inside that building is we're really changing lives. Um, we yeah. become a family. And so when these youth come in from whatever situation they were in, you know, like we said, abuse, abandonment, neglect, a lot of that that we don't really think about when we look at somebody on the surface, but people go through trauma. I mean, everybody yeah. has trauma, and these youth, especially at such a young age, have experienced some severe trauma. And without a support group behind them, where do they end up, you know? And a lot right. of the time, we don't really sit down and think about that. Like, where are they living? Where are they sleeping? Some of these kids have been sleeping in the woods. Um, wow. And we go out and we get them. And that's just the reality of the situation that I never even thought about before I started working here. So they come into the shelter. We've got 20 beds in our main shelter and seven in our other shelter. It's like a tier one, tier two program. The 20 bed shelter, that's tier one. That's really more intensive. There's more structure. There's a curfew. There's room checks. There's bag checks. We just provide that stability that these youth haven't had before. Yeah. And so that's the 20 bed shelter. They come in, they go to our intake office, they sit down and we just kind of hear about their story. Who are you? Where have you been? What have you been through? Um, of course, we don't pry, but we want to make sure that we're offering the right care for them. Right. And we have registered um, health services on call. Yeah. So we'll bring in a counselor and we'll sit down and say, hey, have you gone through any you know, trafficking? Have you gone through any trauma, any abuse? And we do some psychoanalysis and figure that out. And based on those answers, we direct them to some of our partners to make sure that they get the care that they need as they're in our shelter. And I love that because... Some of these kids, they just have never had a safe place before. Yeah. And that's part of our, our mission, too. I mean, we want to create a safe place for these kids, and that's what we do inside those four walls. Um, and so we do the intake process. We decide, okay, you're definitely, we have room. You're definitely a great fit. We want to make sure that we can help you. And if you're not a great fit or if we don't have the room, we don't just turn you away. We have so many amazing partners in the city itself and if you don't know any of them, definitely I challenge you all to, you know, research it because there's some great organizations out there yeah. that need our support. But um, we refer them to those organizations, and we kind of work together as a team, as a city, to provide services for all of these youth. So it's not just us, thankfully, because we couldn't do it alone. It's a whole network. Whole network. Cool. But um, we do serve that specific population. So we only serve youth ages 16 to 21. Wow. And that's usually an age group that does fall between the cracks. They're too old to go into like a, a child shelter and oh, they're yeah. too young to go to an adult shelter for whatever reason, especially the boys. Yeah. You're older than 12 on your own. You can't go to a family shelter for, you know, different situations, different circumstances. So we bring those youth in especially. Um, and it's youth that aren't in the system. Yeah. So the youth that come to us are not in foster care most of the time. Some of them have been, but a lot of the times they're just – youth that aren't really registered as struggling. But wow. we hear about it through the school. We hear about it through their friends, through youth that are already in our shelter that say, hey, I have a friend that's sleeping on my couch or sleeping on my cousin's floor, stuff like that. Let me ask you this. Are a lot of these kids, kids, young adults? You I call know, them kids too, yeah. Um, are they? Are these people in the like local community? Or, or do you guys bring in people from around the state, like, yeah, so we do serve the entire state. That's something that's pretty unique to us. But a lot of our youth are, shockingly, in our neighborhoods, in our backyards, in Richland, in the Midlands itself, um, wow. in downtown Columbia, all, all the general areas, Lexington. 
Um, the majority of our youth do come from you know, Lexington and Richland counties, but we do serve youth from all over the place. We've had youth that have come to us from other states, but they have to be in South Carolina initially yeah. to come to us. But we've had youth that were in the foster system that have been in California, you know, Nevada, bounced around to Mississippi. This was one girl, bounced around to Mississippi, to Alabama, and then South Carolina. So it's crazy sometimes. But, yeah, we, we serve majority local, but yeah. we are the whole state. It's insane to think that that is someone's life, I mean, the way you described it. I mean, that is, it's, Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Um, yeah, it's, it's humbling, to say the least, to serve these youth. So how do you get the youth in the doors? Yeah, so actually that's a great question. We get referrals from a few different places. We get referrals from the community, so just members of the community that notice, hey, this youth, my neighbor, there's something going on. Um, we go and check it out. We get referrals from youth already in our shelter. So, hey, I have a brother that's also in this situation. Yeah. Can we go help him? Or, hey, my friend at school is struggling with finding a place to live. Um, and once they're in the program, they see how thorough it is and say, hey, yeah, can we get this person referred as well? We also get referrals from school counselors that talk with the youth and notice hey, this child has been wearing the same clothes for four days and their hygiene is a little questionable. There might be something going on in the home. So we kind of work with our partners to go figure out what's going on. Yeah. And if they're a good fit, if, if we realize, yes, this is somebody that we need to help with, we grab them and, you know, we help get them into the program and get them a better a better future. Yeah. Um, and so, and, or our other community partners, you know, Mercy, all over gospel transitions. If they've got a youth that's been referred to them that's not a good fit, like they're too young or they're, different situations, we, we take them as well. That's cool to hear. I mean, there's this big network. You guys are all working together to solve yes. the problems. So that, that yeah, is, absolutely. that's awesome. And any upcoming events, anything coming up in the future that, you know, we can all get involved in? Yeah, actually, we do a lot of really cool events um, throughout the year. And so we have a few that I'll break down really quick. But the most upcoming one is a golf tournament that we have. Um, in a few weeks, and then after that, we actually have one of my favorite events. We have a Giving Tuesday, so that's a cool. big event for nonprofits every year, Giving Tuesday, November 28th this year, and we are doing a barbecue and bluegrass event at oh, one wow. of our shelters, so it's oh. kind of an open house. Cool. You can come in. You can see what the program is like. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a band out there. We're going to have some food catered by one of our community partners, which is awesome, Cool. and you can just kind of see boots on the ground, what we do and how it works. And I just think that's so important for people to get in front of something and really realize, oh, this is real. Like, this happens. Like, these youth right here yeah. are struggling, and I can help them, and I can, you know, be a part of that. And it's really, really cool. So Barbecue and Bluegrass, November 28th. Awesome. Um, every year we do, in April, a chef competition called Sweet and Savory, and it's really cool. We have about 10 to 15 chefs come out from the local community. Yeah. From different restaurants, just independent chefs, they make their favorite dish, you know, little small servings of it, and we invite the community in. It's kind of like a gala. We have, you know, live music. We have an open bar. Wow. You get to go around and taste all the food and vote on it, and we have sponsors, and the votes, you know, we raise money during that event um, for the shelter, and then the chef that wins gets like an interview with Soda City and, or, you know, different things like that, so it's, a, it's cool. a cool event. Um, yeah. I'm working on organizing that right now, actually. It's a, it's a big ordeal, but it's one of our biggest events of the year, and that's in April every year. And then um, the last event we do each year is our Hero Hustle. 
yeah. which we just did in September. It was a, it was a really, really fun time. It's just a 5K in downtown uh, you know, Columbia. It's in five points. And we all just come out, you wear superhero costumes, and you run, and you run for a good cause. Yeah, I saw some pictures of that. Now, who was your superhero? <laughs> mine was, uh, I think I was Wonder Woman. Right was on. Mine. I had a little tutu on. Well done. Yeah, I was, I was out there trying <laughs> to do the best I could. Uh, we were running around all over the place. So. Rock solid. Yeah. Any advice for somebody who's interested in getting into the nonprofit <clears throat> industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Occupation-wise, there's a website you can go to called togethersc.org, and they have a lot of job postings for nonprofits specifically in South Carolina. Yeah. I think you can even filter to Columbia. So a lot of ways to get involved if you want to work in nonprofit, and I would highly recommend considering it. I mean, it's yeah. it's different. You know, it's different than corporate America and um, a lot of different jobs. But it, like you said, it is so rewarding to be able to support people other than just ourselves, you know, and get out there in the community. But there's also a lot of ways that you can partner with nonprofits if yeah. you're not looking to work there, but you want to just be a part of it. Um, United Way is one of our amazing community partners. They do so much in Columbia for the community. I think they have over 70 different partners, nonprofit partners that they work with and wow. just help get the word out. And they have volunteer opportunities all the time with all the organizations. We're on there as well. So if you're looking for something to do, volunteer, I would highly recommend looking there as well. Fantastic. That's all. so many people in need. You guys are doing an awesome job. Appreciate it. And if somebody wants to support y'all's cause yeah. uh, financially, where can they find you guys? Absolutely. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, um, online, palmettoplace.org. You can go and donate right on our website. I think we even have like Venmo and PayPal. You know, we're trying to keep up with the kids. Um, <laughs> Our Instagram is Palmetto Place. Everything is basically just Palmetto Place, and we would love the support. I try to keep things updated and share, you know, success stories and stuff that we're doing in the organization regularly, volunteer events. So, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to partner with anyone that's interested. Just reach out to me. I'm your girl. You can shoot me an email. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on. It's been awesome learning about y'all's amazing organization yeah, right here in the Midlands. And, um, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Hey, everyone. Many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks.